You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison. Episode number 101. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach, Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 101. That's the number 101. Hi, pet business owners. Today, I am working with Alexis. She is a pet sitter and a dog walker who is in the Phoenix area of Arizona. And she started her business in 2019. And she had been pet sitting and dog walking for neighbors and friends. But in 2019, she created an official business. And her business is called Hand and Hound Pet Sitting. And if you go to the show notes, you'll be able to see a picture of her as well as an update of how she's doing now. And the show notes page is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 101. That's the number 101. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 101. And a couple things before we jump into this coaching session with Alexis, I want to invite those of you who have been thinking about maybe applying to be on the podcast to go to the show notes page and you'll be able to discover how you can apply. I would love to work with some of you who are struggling in your business and offer a free coaching session with you. And it's not, as you can tell from these sessions, it's not just a fluff session of like, okay, you know, (laughs) let's uh, just spend about 10 minutes here. No, I am spending about 30 to 45 minutes with each podcast coaching client. And the feedback that I've received is that they are, you know, reaping results as a result of these sessions. And I know from some of you that have let me know you're experiencing results too. It's helping you. So if you come on the podcast, you will not only be helping yourself, but you will be helping others who are struggling with similar issues. So I just want to encourage you to reach out to me if that's something that you're interested in. I also want to let you know I have a Prosperous Pet Business Facebook group page, which you are also welcome to be a part of. It is a wonderful, supportive, very loving community on Facebook, and there will be a link in the show notes page to that Facebook group as well. And for those of you who are wanting to get a sense of the books that I've written, you'll also see a link in the show notes to those as well. So you can see I've written books for those of you who are just now starting your business, as well as those who are hiring and expanding and growing your business. So really all levels of starting and growing are found within those books that I've written. So I invite you to sit back and relax or enjoy your walk or the dishes that you're washing, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, and just really enjoy the session with me coaching Alexis. And I want to thank Alexis for just being willing to show up as fully as she did in this podcast coaching session. I think you're going to really enjoy it. Okay, here we go. You ready? All right. Enjoy. 
Hello, Alexis. Hello. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I can hear oh, you. Hello, my dear. <laughs> Hi. How Hi. are you? I am good. So I'm, good. I'm not going to be on video for this call okay. just so we get the optimum um, yeah. audio here, but I'd love it if you would be so that I can see you yeah. and okay, yeah. great. So I'm so happy to be working with you today, Alexis. Oh, well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. So tell me a little bit about your business. We'll start there. Yeah. So I have been, you know, pet sitting, dog walking, um, for about 12 years myself. I started mm-hmm. in high school, um, and I made my business a full-time thing in 2019 because uh, mm-hmm. I was I was getting busy enough to count it for taxes. <laughs> yes. So that's what I kind of started doing. And um, I got through 2020 because we have a lot of uh, medical professionals on our mm-hmm. client list. So that was really nice to get through and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we started hiring employees this year. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, there's been some growing pains, but... Um, yeah. It all seems to be leveling out now. We started in May hiring people. So it seems to be kind of, we're finding our flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but our big issue um, is we have some employees kind of saying that they're feeling overwhelmed by things, mm-hmm. um, either directions or, um, you know, oh, do I have to like do a report every time? Do I have to send mm-hmm. a picture every time? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. So we're kind of running into that. I don't know if it's an age thing. You know, we have some younger ones mm-hmm. um, in college, so stuff like that. But yeah, that's my big. That's my big thing right mm-hmm. now. I don't know. I feel like I'm tiptoeing around a little bit whenever something does happen because I'm scared I'm going to overwhelm them. <laughs> yes, I understand. And so, are all of them saying that they're feeling overwhelmed, or is it? How many do you have, first of all? So, yeah. So we have seven employees right now. Mm -hmm. We just hired two more. Um, Great. And uh, so we had someone in the summertime who said she kind of got overwhelmed by things. She was actually um, a little older um, Mm -hmm. and she ended up leaving us after about a month uh, because she just said it was too time consuming Too Mm -hmm. like, she she was getting too involved with the pets and, um, and then we have, it's, I would say it's like two to three other employees, young, you know, 20, mm-hmm. um, who have said that they like use the term overwhelmed specifically. <laughs> wow. Okay. So yeah. I think there's a two part thing. One is that you may be having people like the older woman who thought it would be a really fun job. I say that in quotes. It is a fun right. job as we both know you and I, but it's also work. And a lot of people don't realize that. So there are those Mm -hmm. kind of people who begin the work and realize, wow, this is work. And it's like, "Uh uh-huh, it is. It's a job. (laughs) Right, right. It's not going to be all fun and it's not all a walk in the park. So there are going to be people like that. And you usually know pretty quickly, like that woman who stayed with you for a month. It was really clear for her. And that's usually what happens. It usually doesn't happen like a year later where people go, oh my God, right. you know, this is a lot of work. They know right yeah. away and they're out. It, it's a weeding out process. But the other part is that you're hearing from a number of people, not just one or two, but it sounds like maybe even three or four, mm-hmm. that they're getting overwhelmed. So I think there is something that is being done you know, or something that they have to do or many things that they have to do that is causing this overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we as business owners are feeling really overwhelmed, that gets passed on kind of like in a family system, you know, where somebody feels a lot of anxiety that can be very contagious, you know, same with overwhelm. So it could be that they could be you know, feeling that because of you feeling overwhelmed and when you're communicating with them, that gets translated. But I think there's probably, maybe that's happening, but I think for you, there may be a way that you're doing things or things that you're requiring of them that is adding to their burden of overwhelm. That perhaps if if they didn't have to do it, or if they could do it in a different way, may release that and help them 
feel because you do want, you want it to be fun too, even if it is work. Um, And there's something that's happening. So I want to kind of look at this. We're going to dissect this as if we're going into your business, kind of opening it up and looking in the innards of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) In order to get, I'm like Sherlock Holmes right now. I'm like, Ooh, what's going to happen? Like, what are we going to find in here? I'm so curious, you know? Yeah. It's kind of fun. I'm very interested too. Yeah. Yeah, Like, so I've been saying my partner helps me a little bit with business stuff and I don't know if it's me having done it so many years that I don't Mm -hmm. think it's, you know, that might be. Yes. That may be very, very true. It often takes us as business owners, like 50% less time than it would for somebody else to do the same work. That's, I'm not talking about a service per se, like actually doing the dog walking. That is across the board, you know, you're going to be spending the same amount of time usually, but I'm talking about tasks. So let's break it down, my dear. And we're going to bring a spirit of curiosity to this so that we're like in wonder instead of frustration and confusion. Okay. Okay? So like kind of like childlike curiosity of like, Ooh, what is going on here? Let's look at this. Okay. So you have this business, you have seven people, you've just hired two people, you've got nine people total. Okay. So I, I hired two. So that would be five and then plus the. Got it. Seven. Okay. So yeah. you have seven total. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So I want to break it down. And you said you have pet sitting and dog walking. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, which uh, do are all your staff members, and I know you just hired two, so we're not talking about yeah. them. We're talking about the okay. five that have been doing mm-hmm. work. Are they all pet sitters and dog walkers? Do they do both or? They do. I would say majority we have dog walking included with out of town stuff. Um, okay. I We did that because we didn't, weren't getting a ton of like, you know, of, of one specific thing. So you know, people wouldn't be working that much if they couldn't do both. Does that make sense? Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying with your staff, you have them do both pet sitting visits and midday dog walking for people yeah. that work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yeah. I did that too in my business and it enabled them to kind of supplement and make yeah. enough money, you know, yeah, working exactly. this job. So, okay, great. Yeah. Now when they're feeling overwhelmed is it typically in regards to dog walking or pet sitting or both? Um, I guess both, but I think more pet sitting because there's more directions when someone's out of town. Um, mm-hmm. But then we also have some clients that are kind of their regulars that do dog mm-hmm. walks who have some more specific directions too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say majority it's when, you know, people are out of town, um, or just, um, the directions in general. Okay. So think back to the last time you heard one of your staff say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. When was that? When was that? Um, I would say that was about a month ago now, uh, right. As we were kind of rolling into you know, holiday, Thanksgiving, sure. busyness. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. And it's so good that we're talking now because Christmas is coming and we yes. want to kind of nip this in the bud before, yep. you know, you don't want people on top of the crazy holiday madness to be feeling overwhelmed with right. what they're doing. So, okay. Right. So I want you to talk in particular, we're going to look at that particular person. Okay. We're going to take it to okay. an incident. So they let you know they were overwhelmed. What what exactly were they feeling overwhelmed by? Yeah. So, um, for her specifically, there was an incident with, um, she overfed a dog, um, Mm -hmm. multiple times. It actually resulted in not a great, not a great thing. So that was our first, you know, Mm -hmm. dealing with kind of an emergency. Yeah. Um, and we have disciplinary actions in place, you know, Good. We're, we're not, we're lenient, but we're, you know, we have to make sure that things are, you know, yeah. taken care of. <laughs> so, you know, we had, we had a discussion with her about, about that happening and she got, you know, this is a big warning, you know, next time uh, it's going to, you know, result in bigger issues. Right. Um, so 
we had that with her and we told her she was a little inconsistent with her work. You know, some days with certain dogs, she would be super good. Her reports would be great. And then, you know, other days we noticed that she wasn't on time to stuff, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, And then, so we had that meeting with her. We asked her if she had any other like questions, issues, anything like that. Um, And then she said no, but then she got back to us the next day and was just like laid it all out in a text message to us just saying, you know, I've never been called inconsistent. It just feels like a lot. If you could not give me any more clients, um, like I'm good with what I have, but mm-hmm. you know, we had, we had to take her off of that house specifically mm-hmm. yep. um, for the clients. Sure. Know, yeah. Of mind. Um, of course that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of what, and then, you know, we haven't added any more. We've listened to her. We haven't added any more clients. Okay. Um, and she has seemed good, but I can't, you know, it, it's a struggle for me to limit, you know, them on clients when she only has about three or four. That yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you could really use her services, I'm sure. Yeah, she, right and now she was she was great before that. She's been great since, but you know that's like that was a huge trust issue yeah. for me. And you know, I I totally understand, and I think it's really wise that you're reining yourself in. I mean, she's told you what she needs, and you're listening to her, which is really mm-hmm. important. You know, what can create havoc is when our staff says something like, "I don't want any more work," at least right now, and we're like pestering them to take on more, then they're going to quit basically is what's going to happen. But I also think what may have happened with her in particular, and this is just kind of a gut feeling Mm -hmm. is that she may have felt embarrassed that she screwed up. And so it's like, it's kind of like when you break up with somebody or you tell them, you know, I'm not sure if I actually want to be in a relationship with you, you know, right, and right. then they, they feel wounded. And so they're mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship with you either, you know, it becomes kind right. of this thing, the standoff thing. Mm-hmm. And so that may be what's happening here um, in part, but also, well, I want to actually go back. We're going to be kind of, mm-hmm jumping around a little bit, but we'll yeah. get to a lot of clarity. Okay. Yeah. So going yeah. back to her overfeeding these dogs or this dog, mm-hmm. tell me more about that. Like, how did that happen? Um, what were they supposed to get fed and what did they end up getting? You know, what was the amount that they ended up getting fed? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this particular house has four little dogs. Um, so it is a lot, but she had the most experience out of any of our employees. Mm-hmm. So we felt good putting her on that house. Um, yeah. And she did have particular directions about feeding, but that was all of the directions basically. Like that was, you know, the main stuff, you know, mm-hmm. her, her, she has like a poop scooper, all that stuff. So we didn't have to worry about anything else. Um, yeah. So those are like the only like specific directions. So they get fed in a certain order and then they get fed from like the same scoop but mm-hmm. one dog gets a different food. And so she thought that dog only had that scoop. So she was actually feeding three dogs more. She like went to the garage and got uh-huh. a different scoop, which like to oh. me, I'm like, I don't, I can't, yeah. I like, I feel bad. I know that she felt bad, but I also can't really understand why you'd go to the garage to get a different scoop. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we have an online system where like all the information's on their por- like profile. Um, yeah. And I w- was trained on the house. So, mm-hmm. you know, she could have contacted me if she was confused. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, basically, and it was a puggle. So, like, the GI system is just. <laughs> oh, it's really <laughs> he, he reacted. Yeah, he reacted very badly to extra food. So, yeah. Um, and they so want kind of what, extra food. That breed is yeah, like exactly. a chow yeah. hound. You know? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the fact that she went like into the garage to get another scoop. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the clients probably left everything out. They had the directions. They sound very yeah. organized and yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was poor judgment on her part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, you know, I'm thinking with her in particular, she might be feeling overwhelmed because she screwed up. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't really thinking clearly. It happens sometimes. We humans make mistakes sometimes. So, you know, you got to kind of give some people some leeway 
I mean, yeah. if it happens a lot, then I would look at, okay, this might not be the person I want to have on staff because right. they could be causing the dogs a lot of harm in addition right. to what harm she caused this puggle. So I'm kind of thinking with her, it's a little different. Like, okay. I don't really feel like there's, from what you told me, there's anything that you did to create okay. the overwhelm. So I want to kind of back up beyond her uh-huh. and look at another instance of overwhelm from another person so that we can kind yeah. of look at, because you are hearing it from numerous people. So I want to kind of get at the heart of what might be causing them overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, another, um, girl who we hired about the same time, she, um, she's given us a little pushback on some stuff, you know, like, uh, she has some regulars that she does. So we have a few clients who work from home and still have us come by. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, you know, do I have to write a report? Do I have to include a picture with everything? And, you know, we told her like, if they're home, like a picture, it's like, you know, they are seeing yeah. their dogs. So like, it's sure. not a big deal. You don't need to do um, that. Yeah. But the report we were like, you know, like that's not just for her, but that's for us to look at like, you know, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, you should probably, you should have fun with the dog too, you know, be creative, like tell how you're feeling about the walk, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, she's been a little like pushback about that. And then, um, yeah, kind of just like not wanting to engage with clients when they're at home and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. so, well, she might've gotten into this because it was an opportunity for her not to be around people. A lot, yeah. There are a lot of animal people who aren't, people, people. (laughs) And, you know, whenever I would hire people and they would say, I don't really like people. I like animals. I would be like, well, this, even though you're not perhaps going to see people a lot, you are going to see them and it matters, you know, that you're able to connect with them. So that's a bit of a a yellow flag, I would say, maybe not a red flag, but a yellow flag. Um, This report, it sounds like maybe I think you said at the beginning that you've had a few of your pet sitters say the report is kind of something that's causing them overwhelm. Is that true? Um, it's only been her specifically about the report. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's funny. I don't know. She's just, she's has a little trouble, like knowing what to say. Um, she's kind of like, bland yeah. on it which is fine which again I'm not trying to like dictate how people talk you know <laughs> like yes not, no I understand but, um, but these yeah. reports can be very I've heard this actually from a lot of um solopreneurs who don't have okay. staff who okay. are like oh my god the notes like I am so tired of writing the client a note but they want one every single time yeah I don't know what to say it's like I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over I am bored out of my mind by these notes you know what I mean so I have a lot of empathy for that right and I I do for this person who works for you too because I think there is only so much you can say, like the dog pooped, the dog walked, you know, he's super cute. Um, He ate his food um, and then he pooped again. You know, It's like a play by play. I know. Yeah, I know exactly. But, you know, I do understand your point of view and I understand the clients like that matters. So, you know, maybe what you have for her be, you know, just because tell her it's okay to say the same thing over and over. I mean, you know, maybe she can word it a tiny bit different, but you know, what I would do is lead with empathy. And I would say to her, you know, I know that you mentioned a while back, because it's been a while now, right? I know that you mentioned a while back that, you know, these reports were really getting to you. And I just want you to know, I sometimes feel that true. If that's true for you, Alexis, I don't know. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) I know it was true for me. (laughs) I can speak from my own experience, Yeah, but you know, you can say, you know, I've experienced that too. And I just want you to know that it's totally fine for you to say the same thing over and over. Just try to word it a little bit different, you know, if you can once in a while, but, you know, really, right. I don't want you, I don't want the majority of your energy going to these reports. Yeah, I want okay. you to do it, Good. like get in and get out. 
You know, it really is about your bond with the animals. It's about your care of the animals. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you don't have to take a picture if the clients are there. It's important that you do if the clients aren't there. Right. But have fun with it. Like take a fun picture, you know, like however you can have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, we, you know, after that, we kind of approached it. We sent like an email to everyone just so it was, you know, in case anyone else was having the same issue. And we, you mm-hmm. know, we talked about like, this is a customer service job. And like, yep. at the end of the day, and like the clients, your customer and the pets, your customer. <laughs> totally. That's <laughs> so, right. like, it's true. Yeah. Furry and human. Yeah. 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 Both. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So and I've learned a lot mm-hmm. talking to clients, you know, during this. And I told them, I was like, you can learn a lot about person-to-person conversation and, you know, small talk. (laughs) Absolutely. Totally. It's so true. So I think it's almost like having to write a blog post every day for this poor person. You know, she's like having writer's block basically, and you don't want her to have to stress over that. So that's something that I think you can handle in a really easy way. Like we just talked about, so that she can let that go is like that overwhelm is gone. Like, yeah, okay. here's how you can deal with that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, yeah, right, like, right. Yes, you need to do it, but write the same thing every day if you need to. Just shake it up once in a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah, this is not. Yeah. I want you to get rid of writer's block. That should never be a part of your reality in this job. Right. Right. It's not her job yeah. to write a novel. Yeah. You know, yep. or even a short story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. So that's one thing. So, you know, I just kind of want to tease out some of these ways in which, and you may find this in the future with your two new staff members that you've recently right. hired. Um, I would let them know that before it even happens. Like, okay. here's the thing you're going to have to do these reports you know, I don't want you to stress about it. You know, there have been staff members in the past who are like, I don't know what to say. And I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over. It makes sense that you're saying the same thing over and over. You know, really, it's actually good news if you're saying the same thing over and over. It means the dog peed and pooped, you know, got fed, was happy, you know, (laughs) like you want that redundancy because it, it's, it's good customer service. You're providing yeah. what that client needs, both furry and human. Yeah. If if you're saying the same thing over and over. So I want you to actually deal with it with these two new client do staff members okay. before they come to you. Okay. That's okay. a way to kind of nip it in the bud so it doesn't mm-hmm. even become an issue. If you run a pet business like pet sitting, dog walking, dog training, or pet grooming, it can feel like the work never ends. Customer service, hiring staff, paperwork, your to-do list goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your business with pen and paper is hard and messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your pet business organized, efficient, and professional. With Jobber, you can send price quotes to your clients, schedule your pet care providers, send invoices, and accept payments online, all in one place. You won't know how you ran your pet business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help you get started. No software experience is required. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your clients. Try it free today at getjobber.com forward slash pets. That's getjobber.com forward slash pets, or visit the show notes page and click the Jobber link to get started today. So I want to find a couple other things that might be causing some overwhelm for your staff. And then I also want to look at what might be causing you overwhelm too. So, because (laughs) I imagine there are things that are causing you overwhelm, but let's get one more staff issue. Like, you know, looking back when somebody said, I feel really overwhelmed, what were they feeling overwhelmed about? 
Um, well, I guess the most recent one, um, it's actually with our new hire and she hasn't done any jobs yet, but uh-huh. she's done two, she's done two meet and greets. Um, and she has arrived late on both of them. Oh and boy. Yeah. So like, we just don't know. If yeah. Seed. We don't know. Like, yeah, we're not That's sure. And so she, good. she has called us on her way every single time and mm-hmm. complained about how long it takes to get there. And like, we try to keep it. I know that you've said 15 minutes and we try to mm-hmm. um, keep it within that. Phoenix is really spread out though. Mm-hmm. Um, I know so it sometimes is. It's, yeah. Sometimes it's really difficult. So we sent her to a house that was 20 minutes away. We were like, okay, it's just over holidays. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's getting paid, getting paid extra. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's called, she calls on the way to both meet and greets being like, this is so far. It's taking me forever. Um, you know, she's like, I'm stuck in traffic. And I was like, well, that's rush hour. I mean, like, there's not, I can't control, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, you can't, you can't. Um, Okay. A couple things, Alexis, some people are yeah. not meant to drive as yeah. part of their job. They're just not, they're going to not be able to plan for time. They're going to be really cranky. My husband is one of them. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he gets so cranky in traffic. I'm like, my husband is the most easygoing guy on the planet. Yeah. You get him in traffic and he becomes like, <laughs> This guy, like a Tasmanian devil who's kind of going out of his mind. He's like, he starts to like steam comes out of his ears. I mean, it really is like that. So it sounds like this person may be that, and it might not be a good fit for her. Like, I'm just going to kind of give you a spoiler alert for her. Just having hired over 250 people in the course of my business, I can tell you that that kind of behavior from the very beginning and the yeah. comments are a sign of, I don't think this person is going to um, yeah. be a good fit. Doesn't mean that she won't. She might totally surprise both of us. Okay. Right. But one thing I want you to learn from this, because, you know, traffic does happen. It can be challenging. Your clients are going to be probably on a tight schedule. Mm-hmm. And so you do want your staff member. It sets up a good precedent to have your staff member arrive on time. Yes. Yeah. So what I'm going to recommend in the future, either with this person and or with your other people who are going to meet and greets, is okay. I want you to have a one hour window of time that you tell the client that your staff okay. member is going to arrive. You think about plumbers, electricians. You know, I had an electrician here and he I had like a four hour window that I had to be home. Right. You know, um, that's a little extreme for pet care service, but I think one hour window is not unheard of. And, um, the thing that I want you to do though, with that one hour is you give that one hour window to your client. Let's say you say, oh, the pet sitter will be there to meet you between six and 7 PM. And then you tell your sitter to be there at six. You don't tell them about a one hour window. Right. Okay. That way they win. Like they totally win. You set them up for success. But, you know, this person, I have my alarm bells going off with her. (laughs) And that that happens to me. Like you probably do too. Like you've been doing this long enough that you're like, oh God, my spidey senses are up. Yeah. I don't know if this is going to be the right fit. And, um, so just be aware of that, you know, okay. I would, I, I, what I would be doing is again, you want to set your staff up for success. So mm-hmm. she's told you she doesn't like to be in traffic. She's told you she doesn't like to drive for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. If I were you, I would never give her a client that's going to be 20 minutes away that she could even potentially be in traffic. I would be looking at giving her clients that are like 10 minutes from her house or her work, wherever she's going after, you know, um, or wherever she's coming from, I should say. So that would be, and really I think 20 minutes is too far anyway. Personally, like my max when I had my business was 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. we usually are, but she, you know, it was like for an overnight. So we thought, you know, you're just going yeah. there, you're staying. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. hard during the holidays too. You know, I know. And 
I know it's an exception to everyone's. Yeah. I totally understand. But you might want to, with that particular client, was it a new, was it a new client for you? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Okay. So with that client, I would be charging them a little extra and paying the sitter extra for having to go because even if they're doing overnights, they're probably going to have to go to their work if they have another job or they're going to have to go home to pick up things or feed their fish mm-hmm. or whatever they yeah, have yeah. to do. And so I just think it's good business practice if they have to travel, you know, even for an overnight that they're getting a little bit more for that. A little bit more. It'll okay. make it worth yeah. it too for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For that one hour time block, how does how would that work if like, you know, if there were two sitters going to the meet and greet? Um, okay. So that if they're going at the same time, then you're not, you're going to want those sitters to go and you're going to actually want one to wait for the other. Like right. it's going to be really awkward if one like yeah. starts the meet and greet yeah. and goes like halfway through and then the other one right. shows up. Yeah. So that is trickier. And what I would do is I would probably give the clients like a 15 minute window okay. of time yeah. in which okay. the sitter will arrive, but I would give the sitters an or the earlier time, like, let's say you tell the client they'll be there between six and six fifteen. you tell the sitters to arrive by six and for okay. one of them to wait for the other one so that yeah. they can both go in together, get the information at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anything about any other questions about that particular scenario or. I don't think so. That's kind of where we were, you know, mm-hmm. we had alarm bells too. It was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. frustrating. I know it is. And it's, you know, I'm super direct as you probably know. And I think it's important to just state the obvious, which is it's really, it can be a challenging time to hire right now. And yes. because hiring, it's kind of like dating, like dating is a numbers game. So is hiring. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so in order to get really great hires, it's helpful to have more people applying Mm -hmm. so that you have more pick of the crop. So you're able to really look at who I want. And that doesn't always happen in an environment like this right right now. So I just want to offer you empathy and to say, I get how hard it is right now. And I, I wish it was different, but it doesn't mean that you can't find fantastic people. It just may take a bit longer. It may require more tenacity on your part. It may require saying no to clients until you find the right people because you really don't want to hire people just to have somebody in there who has a pulse. You know, this is your business that they're representing. You want them to be really good people. Yeah, it matters. And I know that that matters to you. You know, I get that. (laughs) So you're not going to be one of those people that's just like, okay, I'm desperate. I'm just going to hire this person. Um, But, you know, there might be red flags that come up that you might be tempted because you've already hired them to kind of overlook. And so I love that you have disciplinary actions in place, Mm -hmm. or at least stating this isn't working. That is so important because when you do that, you're going to get people like the first person that we talked about that said, I don't want any more work right now. Right. Like I'm good. And listen to that, you know, and I would just look at what she's doing and give her that, you know, have her do the same thing, you know, the same amount of clients or whatever Mm -hmm. um, for a month or two, even though it's during the holidays and you really would love to give her more. It's right. not a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. she'll say no yeah. anyway. <laughs> right. So, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Um, yeah. And the thing too, to be aware of is really when hiring, when kind of preparing your business for the holidays, you want to start in like August, August or early September. It's so important to like do it way before you need someone because you really want to see how they are during a normal time rather than a really busy holiday time. Right. Because otherwise if they go in and they're not good and you have to let them go or they quit or they say, I don't want to take more than three clients, (laughs) 
then right. you don't have to go in and kind of cover their butt. You know, yeah. you as the business owner, we don't want you to do that. We don't want you to be the emergency backup here. Right. Right. That defeats the purpose of what you're doing, of what you're trying to create. Yeah. Trying to get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. 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 So my dear, um, in looking at your overwhelm, mm-hmm. what would you say, like, what's one thing that comes to mind where you go, oh my gosh, this really makes me feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I would just say I get really anxious about, um, emergencies or, you know, when we were first starting, we had, you know, the woman that stayed with us for a month, she was amazing. She was so good. Everyone loved her. And, you know, we weren't expecting her to quit. And so, you know, I have a little anxiety over like sure. everything, you know, is everything that we're like implementing, like, is mm-hmm. that going to make someone quit? You know? Um, yeah. So one good thing to do, and you could even do this now because she's gone now, right? How long ago was yes. that, that she quit? Uh, like June. Okay. June, think, you know, yeah. I would actually reach out to her. And okay. say, we want to learn from our mistakes. Mm-hmm. What could we have done? Is there anything that we could have done differently that would have caused you to want to stay? And if she okay. says, no, no, you know, it, it's my own thing, then say, you know, I really would love your feedback. Is there something that, you know, you felt like we could have done differently or a way of doing something or did, you know, was there something that you did or a client or a way of doing a client that felt like overwhelming? Just, I'd love some feedback from you so that I can be a better boss and to hire yeah. people and to really be able to retain people because yeah. we, you know, you were, you seem like a really good person. And I was really, I was really disappointed, you know, not at you. You want to be clear. Right. You weren't disappointed at her because that's a real trigger for some people. If you say I'm disappointed, they're right, like, oh right, my God. Right. <laughs> no, but you can say I was really disappointed that we weren't able to retain you. Then you're kind of putting yeah. it on you. And right. it's a really good learning opportunity. You have nothing yeah. to lose by asking her. And there's yeah. been enough time, you know, there's been a few months now between when she left and now that I think could give her some perspective, could give you some perspective, could help you in the right. future with your current staff members. Because really, you do want to be able to retain people. Yeah. It is so much easier. It's easier for your clients. Yes. It's easier for you. <laughs> you develop a relationship. You become part of a cohesive team, right? Yeah. 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 We had an exit interview with her, but like you said, you know, that that's right after. So yeah, no different having more time. Yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I would do that with anyone that you really value that leaves. And some of them are just going to leave because they're moving. You know, it has nothing to do with you. Right. But even there you could say, you know, is there something that you think we could do better. You know, right. I really, I'm, I'm sad that you're moving, but, you know, I'd love to learn from what you have mm-hmm. to share. I, I welcome your insight and opinion. Yeah. 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 That's smart. Yep. And the thing too, that I want you to do is to get into a regular habit, not just of, you know, doing the disciplinary meetings, because then it's all about what they're doing wrong. Right. But I also want you to maybe even every three months with your particular staff members to let them know on your own, like what they're doing right and how you can do your job in an even better way that can help support them. Like, you know, what, what would help you love your job more? Is there something that I can do? What's not working for you? What is? And it's, you know, one of those kind of difficult conversations because there will be things that they will say if they're feeling open to be able to say Uh it. And it's important for you to be receptive to it and to learn from it because this will help you create the kind of cohesive team 
that right. will really set you up for success going forward. Yep. Yeah. Trying. <laughs> I know you are, sweetheart. Uh, I know. I know. And so I just, I really want to honor the challenges that you're in right now with your growing pains and hiring your team and really doing your very best to create a great business. And there's a lot that you're doing right. I just want to say that to you, Alexis. Like, yeah. So I can really hear and feel your um, commitment to your business and to your clients and to doing like the best job possible that matters to you. And that just comes through. And I bet your clients absolutely feel that I feel it from you. Like I, if you were, if you were a pet sitter in my area, I'd be like, I'd call you. I'd be like, all right, (laughs) I'm hiring you. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it comes through loud and clear and it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful quality. Um, So there are just some learning opportunities here. That's all. And, you know, once we learn these, then we create this foundation that sustains the growth that we want to create going forward. So what you do as a result of this call and making some changes is going to Mm -hmm. help you feel like you're standing on solid ground. Yeah. And I also want to say, going back to the emergencies and, you know, feeling anxious, um, Mm -hmm. that can happen after we get like a lot of challenging calls from clients, either because of staff or because, you know, whatever it is. Um, Mm -hmm. But what can happen is there can be some PTSD that happens. Like, (laughs) you know, that's kind of an extreme term for it, but it can be almost like the phone rings and you start to feel like your heart. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what's happening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what I want you to do, and I had to do this too, because this, Mm -hmm. I had, like I said, over the course of running my business, I had 250 people that I hired when I sold it, I had 35. So that's a, that's a talk about a numbers game, like, and yeah. thousands of clients. So there was, there were things happening. Let me tell you. Yeah. There were things happening. It's unavoidable. I, right? that, I was going to say for this business, it's, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> par for the course. And if, you know, yeah. if you think it's never going to happen, you probably need to leave the business <laughs> because <laughs> it's just, you know, you're dealing with humans, you're dealing with pets who are instinctual yeah. by nature. They don't always mm-hmm. do what we want. You're dealing with the people, but what we can do as humans that are running the business is to be able to manage our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors in a powerful way. So, you know, part of it, and I work really a lot with mind, body, spirit, in addition to Mm -hmm. logical steps of running the business. I think it's really important to practice, you know, mental and emotional hygiene And what that looks like for me, it looks very different for each person, but I can tell you what Mm -hmm. it looks like for me. For me, it's journal writing every morning before I start my workday so that Mm -hmm. I can get all that crap that's floating in my brain out on paper and away from me into the garbage can, you know, figuratively, (laughs) right? (laughs) Metaphorically, Um, it means meditating, you know? Or practicing Mm -hmm. some kind of mindfulness exercise. And, you know, it's so important to start the day with that morning practice because when we don't, we're already kind of flailing if we haven't really created that inner foundation for ourselves, right? You're looking at creating the foundation in your business, and there's also that inner foundation and stabilization that needs to happen not because you're a bad person or you don't know, you know, you're running your business in a bad way. It's not that it's just, you really need to get the emotional aspect. You're dealing with a lot. So you need to take care of yourself. This is the oxygen mask on yourself before you even deal with any staff member or client at the beginning of the day. Yeah. So, you know, it might look like working out, you know, getting on your, exercise bike or, you know, I don't know what that might look like for you. Maybe it's all three of those journal writing, meditation, exercise. Maybe it's just one thing. 
Maybe it's Mm -hmm. occasionally doing all three, but, you know, really, even if it means waking up like 30 minutes earlier in order to be able to, that's the hard part for me. (laughs) Well, and and then you're looking at like what's happening the night before, you know, because we really do set the next day, the night before, before we've even started our day, it actually starts with what's happening the evening before, you know, what Mm -hmm. time are you going to bed? How long are you staying on your phone or your computer? You know, so kind of just, and not like, again, not like, oh, Alexis, bad girl, you know, but like, (laughs) oh, again, holding it with curiosity, like, wow, Mm -hmm. how can I set myself up for success in a way that when I get these difficult calls, you know, no matter what happens, I'll be able to be um, calm or at least semi calm or more calm in the face of adversity. Yeah. Yeah. Not have a heart. (laughs) Right. A heart palpitation. So what might some of those practices be for you in the morning? Yeah. Um, I do walk. It is technically a job right now, but you know, I, yeah. I have, I've, I've kept a client in the morning because I Good. like a morning walk with a certain dog. So yeah, perfect. Um, That's I great. I do that, but then, you know, I'm rolling out of bed, going straight there and then, you know, mm-hmm. starting my day at nine for like admin stuff, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like, you know, I like waking up and like having tea or coffee. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't, I've avoided coffee now because of my anxiety, but I think that's uh, smart, actually. Yeah. yeah. And tea can be good, you know, to kind mm-hmm. of help you get a little caffeine, but not like over the top coffee. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, even Alexis, even if you take like 10 minutes, okay, really, and, you know, part of it might be to put your phone and your computer like in a closet mm-hmm. so that it's not right there by your, you know, yeah. on your nightstand when you wake up. Mm-hmm. And that can be really challenging. We get the habit, right? When it comes to right. our phone. And so that may be part of it because yeah. there's something about when we pick up our phone, the heart can start to race because you right. get a lot of stimulus. Like you don't even know what's going to be coming at you. Right. Right. Whereas if you're more conscious about it, it's going to be easier to deal with no matter what comes. You're yeah. going to have like had your tea. And maybe done a little meditation or a little writing or a little reading out of an inspirational book or Mm -hmm. just kind of sat with your tea, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and then you're like, okay, I'm consciously picking up my phone, right? Here I am. I'm taking a deep breath. I'm opening my email. I'm taking another deep breath. Mm -hmm. I can handle what comes at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do it consciously and mindfully mm-hmm. and, you know, more deep breaths. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Between everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think talking to you has helped me realize too. I think I need to reiterate to my sitters that if there's an emergency, like you always feel free to contact me, but mm-hmm. you, know, you can contact the client directly too. Um, yes, exactly. That's why I always that's why I'm always with my phone too, is that like my partner has my phone right now because I knew I would be busy doing this. Good. And I was like, anyone if anyone has an emergency, like you have to answer. <laughs> oh, I love but, it. You know, that's great. But yeah. Then, but then then he's dealing with it too. So, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. But so but maybe just least... reiterating to them that it's if there's an emergency, you can contact uh-huh. the client too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I would do that. You know, and okay. not like little piddly things. And part of it is you helping them self-manage. So when they're, you probably have heard me, if you've heard of the podcast, Mm -hmm. you've heard me say this, where people are like, oh, my staff call me for every little thing. Well, it's like, put it on them. How would you deal with this? If you you couldn't reach me, what would you do? And then you start to have them build that muscle of how to deal Mm -hmm. with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause that's my fear too, is I just always think they're going to call for something, you know? (laughs) I know. And then it's like, what's the point? Why do you have these people if they're constantly calling you? So part of it is on you really putting it back on them Mm -hmm. and, and letting them know too, like, I want you to be 
um, autonomous, more autonomous, like definitely if an emergency, huge emergency Mm -hmm. happens, I want to know, but if it's something small, Mm -hmm. I want you to be able to deal with it. And we can start Mm -hmm. with how would you deal with what you're calling me about right now? If you couldn't reach me, what would you do? Yeah, That's a good question to ask in the Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. And then they start Mm -hmm. to go, Oh, I am. I can be self-reliant here. More confident too. Yeah. And part of it is we create monsters sometimes from our staff when we're letting them call us. It's kind of like puppies. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. we're not training them. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. your job now, now that they've been with you for a while is to train them to be more autonomous and to self-manage more. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, you might as well be doing all the work. You're doing it anyway right. if you're having to field all these calls from them. It's not worth right. it. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right, my dear. Well, absolutely lovely working with you today. Yeah, I'm so happy. Thank you for the opportunity. And yeah, we've I've since 2019 been reading your stuff, listening to you. So, <laughs> well, I'm yeah. so glad we could connect today and. You know, I'd love to know how things go after this. So please yes. reach out to me in a few I weeks will. and just, I, I want to know how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be thinking okay. about you and, you oh, know, and the ho- you. holidays and, you know, what you're grappling with. Yeah. And I just think you've got all the makings for just a really successful business. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So So just keep on, you know, make some of these changes and I think you'll just do great. I really do. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you have a good holiday season too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you again. You are welcome. You take care. Right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that coaching session with Alexis. And again, I want to thank Alexis for being willing to show up on the podcast and really just, you know, let us into her world. I mean, it's a big deal to come on the podcast and to, you know, reveal everything and to share the challenges that you're going through in your business. And all of you who have shown up for these episodes, I really am grateful. And today I'm very especially grateful for Alexis. If you'd like to see a picture of Alexis and read a little bit about her company, as well as the email that she sent me on how she's doing, you can read all of that and see her picture on the show notes page, which can be found at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 101. That's the number 101. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 101. And I wish you all just such a beautiful day or evening. And I look forward to checking in with you and connecting with you again in the next episode where I will be having another pet business owner who is struggling with some aspect of his or her business. And I look forward to sharing that episode with you very soon. It'll be dropping in your feed in a week or two. And uh, I look forward to connecting with you then. Take good care. Bye. Want to take what you're learning from the podcast and begin to apply it in your own pet business so you can see powerful results? The Pet Business Online Course Learning Platform can help you do that. You'll find instant access courses that can help you launch or grow your pet business starting right now. You can watch, listen, and learn from the courses right now or whenever works best for you and from wherever you're at in the world. The How to Start Your Pet Sitting and Dog Walking Business in 7 Days online course gives you step-by-step instruction and comprehensive tools to help you launch your own pet care business and get paying clients in just one week. The four-week Pet Business Catapult program provides a weekly comprehensive plan to help you create systems and strategies so you can work on your business instead of in your business. You'll also learn exactly what you need to find, hire, and train quality staff 
and attract high-paying, profitable clients. With these classes and the many other online classes you'll find on the course platform, you can take your pet business to a new level of growth and success starting right now. Go to PetBusinessCourses.com. That's PetBusinessCourses.com or use the online learning platform link in the show notes page to start transforming your pet business right now. You'll find many classes for all your business needs, including how to get your website higher on the search engines and how to use Facebook marketing to grow your pet business, plus many others. New courses are added monthly. These online courses provide solutions and actionable steps so you can quickly take your business to a new level of growth and profitability. And you'll receive your courses in less than 60 seconds after ordering. To find out more, go to PetBusinessCourses.com. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.